Asante Sana, Umtugaji, for having me. Uh, this is my first time at this church. Um, I never been in, actually in this area before. This is my first time. Amen. But I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you today. Uh, hallelujah. I met my Rafiki Yangu, God like, I, I, I met him two years ago. Yeah, uh, he was reminding me, like, do you remember me? And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was here uh, two years ago for three months. Then I went to America for six months. Then I came back and I've been here since June of last year. And I'm with a team called Overland Missions. Uh, we are everywhere in the world. Um, but we have a team here in Zanzibar. And we have a team that started in mainland Tanzania in Wanza. Anybody from Wanza or been to Wanza? Wow. Are you from Wanza or you've been to Wanza? They're from Wanza. From Wanza. Oh. Yeah, I was there for Moezi Mitatu, Lake Victoria. Bukoba, so I've been, hallelujah. So I've been to many places in Tanzania, but my heart is here in Zanzibar. Yeah, because many of you is like, oh, why, why did you leave America to come to Zanzibar? Well, I wanna, that's what I'm going to um, preach today about. I had an encounter with God. Yeah, this is not... Hallelujah. I did, I'm not here to talk religion. No, we serve a God that Jesus is alive. We do not serve a dead God. Yeah, if you go visit where Jesus died, is no he is no longer a body there. He's no longer there. He's alive. Hallelujah. 
And when Jesus left and went to heaven, he said, one day, the same way you saw me leave, is the same way I'm going to come back. Na yesu alipokuwa ananyakuliwa ama anachukuliwa kwenda mawinguni, kwenda mbinguni, alisema malaika alisema kwamba namna hiyo hiyo mnaoona anaenda ndio namna hiyo hiyo atakavyorudi. Amen. And he, and he gave everybody here uh, something to do. Na amempa kila mtu ambaye yuko mahali hapa kitu fulani cha kufanya. So you're, you're not just saved. Kwa hiyo sio tu umeokoka basi ndio imeisha. You're called too. You're called. Lakini pia umeitwa. Somebody say that when saved, I'm saved and I'm called. Hebu sema kwamba nimeokolewa na nimeitwa. Nimeokolewa na nimeitwa. Tena. Nimeokolewa na nimeitwa. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So yeah, that's why I'm going to speak about that. The church I see in Zanzibar, everybody. I, I preach in many churches now in Zanzibar. And I noticed that one thing that everybody needs an encounter with God. But after that encounter, you need to be called you need to do something with that. So it's not just about coming to church on Sunday. It's about what are you doing with what God has given you? Lakini inajalisha sana kusema ni kitu gani unafanya baada ya wewe kuokolewa na huyu Yesu. Hallelujah. God who created the heavens and the earth, he sent his only son Jesus to die for you he paid the price for you with his own blood kwa sababu Mungu aliomba mbingu na nchi alimtuma mwanae Yesu Kristo akaja hapa akafa kwa ajili yetu akalipa gharama ya dhambi zetu so that means you you do not own yourself no more he paid for you with his own blood he, he is you are you belong to Jesus kwa hiyo hiyo ina maana gani ina maana ya kwamba wewe hujimiliki wewe mwenyewe kwa sababu alikulipia Ina maana alikununua wewe. Kwa hiyo wewe unamilikiwa na yeye. So Yesu is your Lord and Savior. Sasa Yesu ndio bwana wako na mwokozi wako. Like I said, he saved you and called you, but he also is your Lord. Kama ambavyo nimesema alikuita amekuokoa lakini pia ni bwana wako. Hallelujah. He, he, he's your king. Yeye ndiyo mfalme wako. I see many kings in Africa. Tunaona wafalme wengi hapa Afrika. Actually our team Overland did the biggest kings event in Zambia last year. Kwenye timu yetu sisi waliwahi kufanya mkutano wa wafalme wengi waliwajumuisha kule Zambia wengine bado falme falme zipo We bought many kings from different parts of Africa. wafalme wengi hapa Afrika ambao ndo wafalme na machifu wakaitwa. The president of Zambia was at that location. Na rais wa Zambia alihusika ama alikuepo kwenye many chiefs came. Machifu walikuepo. But the, what we taught them is like there's another king. Lakini walipokuja tukawaambia sasa nyinyi mmekuja wafalme na machifu lakini yupo mfalme mwingine. Like you might be a king on the earth. But we have a king of kings over the universe. unawezekana ukawa ni mfalme ama chifu tu hapa duniani lakini yupo mfalme ambaye juu ya dunia hii na vitu vyote unavyoviona yupo mfalme. Hallelujah. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's pray. So Holy Spirit, 
I thank you right now. Nina kushukuru sasa. I ask you Holy Spirit to come. Ninaomba Roho Mtakatifu uje. Have your way. Ili sasa uchukue nafasi yako. Touch this your people, touch this church. Gusa watoto wako, gusa kanisa hili. Touch the people ears. Gusa masikio ya watoto ili wapate kusikia neno lako. Father, I ask you that you have your angels around this Baba, ninaomba sasa uachilie malaika zako kulisunga kanisa hili. That anybody that's dealing with any sickness. Kila mtu ambaye anasumbuliwa ya mkini na magonjwa. Any disease. Ama shida yoyote. They are being healed even right now in the name of Jesus. Any confusion that God will make it clear to them today. Father, you understand that you just didn't save us, but you called us. Lakini Mungu tumeelewa kwamba wewe tu kutuokoa lakini umetuita pia. And Father I ask you that your fire just fall upon this church. Baba ninaomba sasa moto wako ukashuke katika kanisa hili ninapokuona kulihubiri neno lako. The all fear leaves right now. Kila hofu ipate kuondoka sasa shuka. In the name of Jesus. Katika jina la Yesu. Amen. Amen. So like I mentioned before uh, I didn't I came from America to Zanzibar for a purpose. Kwa hiyo kama baba nimekusha kusema mara ya kwanza nimetoka Marekani niko hapa Zanzibar kwa kusudi maalum. Yeah we we're, we're living in the last days. Tunaishi katika nyakati za misho wapendwa. Yeah that Yesu anakuja. And Jesus is coming. But many people in America probably think I'm crazy. Like why you know why you leaving? And just go, leaving your family and everybody your friends and going to Africa. Watu wengi kule Marekani wananiona kama nimechanganyikiwa, wanaona kama akili hazitoshi. Wanasema kwa nini unaondoka Marekani? Kuna vitu vizuri, vitu vingi unaondoka unaenda Afrika, sehemu ambayo ni duni. Because when you meet Jesus, lakini kwa sababu unapokutana na Yesu, your life will never be the same. Maisha yako hayabaki kuwa kawaida tena. When you have an encounter with him, And when he comes into your life, and sin leaves your life, and the Holy Spirit comes, and takes control of your life. things that you never saw before. He tells you things that you never uh, even heard before na anaanza kukuambia vitu ambavyo hujawahi kuvisikia hapo kabla so when i received jesus in my life eight years ago kwa hiyo nilipompokea huyu yesu kwa bwana mwokozi wa maisha yangu miaka 8 iliyopita see i grew up in church tazama nilikuwa nimekuwa kanisani kwamba nimezaliwa na mimi mkristo mambo ya makanisani nilikuwa kama watoto na wazazi wangu kuona mimi naenda kanisani kama wazazi wanaenda na mimi naenda but see the difference is I thought this was just religion. I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. Kwa hiyo nikaendelea kukua hivyo lakini sikujua kwamba kuna nje na kuwa tu unakuja kanisani kwamba kuna kitu kinaitwa wokovu. I didn't have a foundation. Kwa hiyo sikuwa na ule msingi wa wokovu. So when I grew up and I went to 
uh, university and I got caught up in sin, it took control of my life. Kwa hiyo nilipokuwa nimekuwa mkubwa nikaenda kuchuo kikuu, baada ya hapo dhambi ikanichukua nikaanza kutembea katika dhambi. That's why it's so important for you to have an encounter with God. Kwa hiyo ndio maana ni muhimu sana wewe kukutana na Mungu kibinafsi. When I got saved, uh, I used to, uh, I wasn't a bad person. I mean, I wasn't stealing, killing, uh, none of those things. But I was drinking pombe. I used to, uh, used to party. Do all these different things. Yeah, so I went. I was getting. A, uh, I went to university, getting an education, but I was bound in sin. I was a slave to sin. Yeah. Just like me, some of you in the past was slaves to sin. Yeah. But one night, I used to one all the time on the weekend. I used to go to a, a, a bar, a local bar, like and used to drink pombe and all these things. And I used to go home. Kwa hiyo katikati ya wiki mwishoni mwa wiki kama ilivyokuwa kawaida nilikuwa nachukua nafasi hiyo kwenda katika mabaa na kujaribu kutafuta pombe na kutafuta vitu vingine ambavyo vitanistarehesha alafu baada ya hapo narudi nyumbani. But see, 8 years ago, actually last month in April, 8 years ago in 2015, that's when I had an encounter with God. Yeah, after I went to university, I stopped going to church or anything. But one night I went to the bar. And in my heart, I was like, something is more to life than what I'm doing. That I'm getting an education. Um, I, I have my own place to stay. I have my own car. But, but something in my heart is missing. Something. There's no joy going to the bar no more and drinking pombe and all these things. There's no joy. See, the Bible says sin. It's only fun for a season. Kwa sababu dhambi Biblia inasema dhambi ni kitu cha kufurahisha kwa muda tu. Yaani unaweza kaanza kuona furaha kwa kufanya matendo maovu na ukajisikia raha kwa muda kwa kipindi fulani. Yeah, that's how the devil works. Na hivyo ndivyo ambavyo shetani anafanya kazi. He makes sin look fun for a while. Kwa hiyo kwa muda anaweza kakupa kitu kaanza kukifanya afu kikaonekana kama ni kizuri kwa muda fulani. But what do sin brings death? Lakini katika hicho ambacho unakiona kizuri baada ya hapo dhambi inaleta mauti. Yeah, sin is here to kill you and send you to hell. Kwa sababu dhambi iko hapo kwa ajili ya kukuua wewe na kukupeleka jehanamu. But it doesn't look like that in the world. Lakini kwa macho ya kawaida dhambi haionekani kama inaua na kupeleka motoni. Lakini ukianza kuifanya unaona kama ni raha fulani, unaona kama ni stare. Yeah, the devil makes sin look fun. Kwa hiyo shetani ujanja wake anakuletea matukio ya dhambi ambayo yanaonekana machoni kama ni mazuri kama yanakufurahisha. But the price 
is death. Lakini gharama ya hicho ambacho anakuletea na wewe unakiona ni ni kizuri kwa wakati huo gharama yake ni mauti. So that was the road I was on. I was on this road. Kwao na mimi nilikuwa kwenye barabara hiyo ya kwenda kwa mauti. Ambayo inaniongoza moja kwa moja kwenda jehanamu. So I went to the bar that night. Kwa I, I had some pombe in my hand. I was and, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm just going I'm going to And I got in my car. And I went back home. And I was in my car. In the in the uh, I didn't go into my home. I was just in the like the parking space area. Kwa nilipofika nyumbani kwangu na sehemu ya kupaki gari nikaenda nikapaki gari nikiwa ndani ya gari kabla sijashuka. There was nobody with me, nobody outside the car, nobody. Kulikuwa ni usiku wa manane. Kulikuwa hakuna mwingine yoyote kwamba ndio mimi tu nimefika nimepaki gari nikiangalia hakuna usiku wa manane kwa mimi tu huko ndani ya gari. And I was in my car and I was just thinking to myself like, ha ah. There's no joy in my heart. Like I have all these things but something nothing fulfilling my heart. And as I started to think of all those things, I just started to cry kulia. I just started to cry. nilipoanza kufikiria mambo yote hayo, nikajikuta ninaanza kulia mwenyewe ndani ya gari. And when I started to cry, I heard a voice speak to me. And the voice said, Roderick, give me a hundred percent. Na sauti hii iliniita kwa jina langu ikaniambia, Roderick, nataka unipe asilimia mia moja ya maisha yako. Now, there was nobody around me. Kwa nipo kwa natazama kulikuwa hakuna mtu yoyote ambaye yuko pembeni yangu. There was nobody outside. Hata wao walikuwa kwenye hiyo nyumba hakuna mtu ambao pengine usiku alikuwa amekaa nje ya nyumba hakuna it was an allowed voice lakini kila nikitazama sioni mtu lakini sauti ilikuja nikao naisikia sauti of small voice lakini ni sauti fulani kama ya kunongoneza it was like somebody was in my car behind me and just said Roger ni kama mtu ambaye alikuwa ndani ya gari mule mule nilipokuepo mimi alafu kama nyuma ya siti akawa anazungumza na mimi lakini simuoni lakini sauti naisikia hallelujah Automatically, I knew in my heart. I knew that was God. I, I just knew it. Something I just knew. Lakini ile sauti ulipozungumza, nikapewa kufahamu kwamba anayezungumza ni nani. See, I grew up in church. It's like these kids. So I, I heard about God. I heard about Jesus. That, I mean, so when I heard the voice, automatically I just assumed. I knew. Kwa kama baba niliwaambia kwamba nilikuwa kanisani, naangia mtoto mdogo na kuwa na kuwa baadaye nilipoenda chondo nikaachana na mambo ya kanisa. Kwa hiyo siku ile kati naisikia hiyo sauti iliposema tu, moja kwa moja ndani ya moyo wangu sauti iliingia na kujua anayezungumza ni nani. So when I heard that voice speak to me, I knew I said I will give you everything God. I will give you my life. Kwa nilipoisikia ile sauti ya kunambia hivyo nipe 100% ya maisha yangu na mimi nikasema sawa nitakupa 100% ya maisha yangu. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's what he's asking for you today. Na hicho ndio kitu ambacho anakiomba kwako wewe leo. He's asking you to give him 100%. Yeye anakuambia ama anakutaka wewe umpe yeye Yesu 100% ya maisha yako. See He saved me that day. Unajua siku ile aliniokoa mimi. But that wasn't it. Lakini haikuishia hapo tu kwamba Yesu kusema na mimi alafu akaniokoa ikaishia hapo. Salvation is just the beginning. Unajua kitu kinachoitwa wokovu ni kama mwanzo, ni kama msingi. He also called you. Lakini baada ya wokovu, lakini pia amekuita that he called me into the ministry. Kwa mfano mimi aliniokoa na baada ya hapo akaniita moja kwa moja kwenye huduma. Amen. Two years 
Yeah, two years later, I was in Bible school in Bible University. I knew in my heart I was called to ministry. But I didn't know what to do in ministry. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. But <clears throat> one night in March 2017, I had a dream. And I had a dream that I saw the world. Then it zoomed in and I saw Africa. And I woke up out of that dream. Then I knew that God was calling me to Africa. So, so two years later. <laughs> I found myself in Zambia, Africa. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm going somewhere. Yeah. And I was in Zambia, Africa. And I was asking God, like, where, what do you want me to do next? I was with the team, my team called Overland. I was with well, you helping you when I went to sleep one night, he gave me a dream and I was here in Zanzibar. See, this, I, I, Never been to Zanzibar before. But God knew where Zanzibar was at. See, God already has a plan for everybody's life. God created Zanzibar. Everything that we see and we do not see God created everything. So, so before I even knew where Zanzibar was at, God already knew. He said, I want you to go and preach the gospel. See, when that, that passion, that fire gets in you, you have to do something for God. I couldn't just stay in America anymore. I had to leave and go. Yeah, I had to go. That's what the passion and the love I have for Jesus. And when he told me to go to Africa and move there, I, I obeyed. See, See many, people, See many people here, you might be going in one direction, but God is calling you to go to the opposite direction. Yeah, you might not in your heart have given Jesus everything, but he's calling you today to surrender everything so he can show you why are you on earth. This same encounter happened to Apostle Paul that we were about to Lakine read. Hii hapa yangu mimi. Ndiyo ile ile mtokea, that Apostle Paul was arrested. 
Unajua mtume Paulo alikuwa amekamatwa and he was standing in front of the king Agrippa. Alafu akawa amesimama mbele ya mfalme Agrippa wakati huo. And he was given a, 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 a testimony of his encounter with Jesus. Alafu baada ya hapo Agrippa akamuuliza swali akasema hebu niambie habari ambazo unawaambia watu ni zipi hizo kwenye kitabu cha matendo ya mitume. See like I mentioned you're saved but not only that you're called. Kama ambavyo nimekusha kusema mwanza kwamba ni mwanzo kwamba ni kweli tumeokolewa lakini pia tumeitwa. That everybody here has God has a plan for your life. Kwa kila mmoja hapa anataka ufahamu hilo kwamba Mungu ana mpango na maisha yako. So let, let's read uh, Acts chapter 26 verse 12. Matendo Matendo 26 Mwatu Biblia yako kitabu cha Matendo sura ya 26 Acts 26 verse 12 well, so we can go verse by verse Kwa hiyo 26:12 tunaenda mpaka <clears throat> While thus occupied, I journeyed to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest. At midday, O king, along the road I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining around me and those who journeyed with me. Basi, katika kazi hiyo, nilipo kuwa nikienda Damaski, mwenye mamlaka, mwenye mamlaka, Nipo kwa nikienda Damaski mwenye mamlaka na maagizo ya wakuu wa makuhani mfalme ndipo wakati wa adhuhuri njiani naliona nuru inatoka mbinguni ipitayo mwangaza wa jua ikinimulika mimi na wale waliofuatana nami pande zote verse 14 and when we all have oh. Okay, yeah. And when we all had fallen to the ground, I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in a Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It's hard for you to kick against the ghost. So I said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, who you are, who you are persecuting. Nikasikia sauti ikisema nami kwa lugha ya Kiebrania Sauli Sauli mbona waniuzi ni vigumu kwako kuupiga mateke mchokoo Nami nikasema wewe Nami nikasema wewe huu huu nani bwana Bwana akaniambia mimi ni Yesu ambaye wewe unaniuzi But rise up and stand on your feet everybody say stand on your feet hebu kila mmoja aseme simama kwa miguu simama kwa miguu for i have appeared to you for this purpose to make you a minister and a witness both for the things which you are have seen and of the things which you have yet to be, to be revealed i will deliver you from the jewish people as well from the gentiles 
to whom I have sent you. Sent you. So, 16 through 17. Lakini inuka, usimame kwa migu yako. Maana, nimekutokea nime, nime kwa sababu hii. Ni kuweke wewe uwe mtumishi na shahidi wa mambo haya uliyoyaona na wa mambo ambayo katika hayo nitajidhihirisha kwako nikikuokoa na watu wako na watu wa mataifa ambao nakutuma kwao verse 18 to open their eyes in order to turn from darkness to light and from the power of satan to god that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among those who are sanctified with sanctified by faith in me Mstari wa 18 anasema uwafungue macho yao na kuwageuza waiache giza na kuelekea nuru waziache nguvu za shetani na kumuelekea Mungu kisha wapate msamaha wa dhambi zao na urithi miongoni mwao waliotakaswa kwa imani iliyo kwangu mimi Hallelujah So we see not, many of you probably heard this story before but we see that this man was on a mission in the wrong direction. Kwa hiyo tunaanza kuona pengine umeshai kusikia hii hadithi lakini huyu mtu alikuwa tayari yupo kwenye mpango kwenye kazi fulani ambayo alikuwa anataka kuifanya lakini ilikuwa ni mpango ambao sio mkakati wa kimungu. How many of us been on a mission to do something that wasn't from God? Je, wangapi miongoni mwetu ambao tupo katika katika mlolongo wa kufanya jambo fulani si tunaona kama la kimungu lakini sio la kimungu? Yeah. A lot of people on a mission to do sin. Kwa sababu watu wengi wapo katika mipango tu ya kufanya dhambi. All that person did me wrong, I'm go and kill him. I'm gonna go and kill nitakwenda kuiba, nitakwenda kumuua. Yeah. Yeah, who who is behind that? It's the devil, Satan. Je, nani yuko nyuma hayo mambo yote? Ni shetani. But in their mind they thinking they're doing the right thing. Lakini katika akili zao wanafikiria kwamba wanafanya mambo mema. Yeah, everything I'm doing is right. I'm going to do this. Kwamba kila kitu ambacho nafikiria nafikiri nafanya kitu chema kwamba natakwenda kufanya nitakwenda kufanya. So Apostle Paul same thing. He said I'm on a mission to attack the church Paulo pia naye ilikuwa hivyo hivyo kwa sababu alikuwa ni kiongozi wa dini pia naye akasema kwa sababu mimi ni kiongozi wa dini fulani naenda kufanya ili jambo ni sahihi kabisa kuwaua watakatifu wa Mungu. Yeah, I'm on a mission to arrest all the Christians. Kwa hiyo mimi kama mtu wa dini nipo kwenye mpango wa kwenda kuwakamata wakristo wote waliomwamini Yesu Kristo kwa sababu anaenda kinyume na imani ya Kiyahudi. This Jesus he's not dead. I mean he's not alive, he's dead. Na yeye akawa anasema kama mtu wa dini kwamba huyu Yesu ambao anamhubiri hapana, huyu amekufa, yuko hai. They keep saying that he's alive, but Alafu, we, I do not believe. kwamba bado yuko hai, hapana iwezekani. How many people in the world now think like oh Jesus is dead he's not alive watu wangapi duniani ambao wanaamini kwamba Yesu amekufa hayuko hai hajafufuka and and they think all of us are crazy na watu wengi watafikiria sisi ni vichaa tunaosema kwamba yuko hai yeah what you mean is Jesus was risen from the dead unamaanisha nini unaposema Yesu amefufuka kwa wafu you mean he's the savior of the world unamaanisha nini unaposema kwamba Yesu ni mwokozi wa ulimwengu so they persecute the church kwa hiyo wanaanza kulitesa kanisa hawaelewi unachokisema but see Jesus said lakini Yesu anasema I build my church mimi nitaijenga kanisa langu and the gates of hell will not prevail against my church na malango ya kuzimu hayatalishinda and everybody i'm looking at we are the church 
Na kila ninapomwangalia kila mmoja sisi ndio kanisa. It's not just a church building. It's not just a building. Kanisa tunaposema kanisa sio ile jengo ambalo tumelijenga hapa tumeweka nabati. No 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 no. Ki- the Holy Spirit came and dwells in the believer and you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Kwa hiyo wewe ni hekalu la Roho Mtakatifu. Roho Mtakatifu anapokuja anakaa ndani ya waamini. Yeah, so whoever persecutes the church, persecutes Jesus. Anamtesa Yesu ama anamkataa Yesu. Whoever touches you, kwa mtu yote ambaye anakugusa wewe, ama ananigusa mimi, whoever touches him unto Gazi, au anamgusa mchungaji, touches Jesus. Anamgusa Yesu. They, they don't see Jesus, they just see us. They just see you, they see me. Yeah, but they, behind us is Jesus. Yeah, so a lot of people are on a mission in the wrong direction. Maybe some of you today. You are going on a uh, uh, you're on a mission. That, that God has not told you to do. Lakini kumbe ni kweli umeokoka na una mpango mzuri wa kutumika mbele za Mungu lakini sicho ambacho Mungu amekwambia ufanye kwa wakati huo. This doesn't have to be just sin. Kwa hiyo hizi haitaki tu kwa pengine kile unachofanya ni dhambi. You could just be in disobedience to God. Lakini unaweza tu ukawa sio mtii mbele za Mungu ukafanya kitu ambacho hajakwambia ufanye na umeokoka. Like I said you you are saved kama ambavyo nimekuambia umeokolewa alafu umeitwa so before you was even born kwa hiyo kabla wewe hujazaliwa god already knew your name yeye tayari alishajua jina lako all these kids mpaka hawa watoto god already has a plan for their life hawa watoto nao waona wote mungu tayari ana mpango na maisha pengine wao wanaweza wasijue but god already knows the plan lakini mungu tayari anajua kwa kila mmoja so same thing for you everybody here. Kwa ndivyo ilivyo kwa kila mmoja hapa. Everybody. Kila mmoja has a part to play in the kingdom of God. Tayari amewekwa ana sehemu ya kufanya katika ufalme wa Mungu. You just not here just to live. Kwa hiyo wewe hauko hapa ili kuishi tu. Hallelujah. God already has a plan, a path for you. Mungu tayari anao mpango, ametengeneza njia kwa ajili yako. Yeah. So it's up to you to connect with God. Kwa hiyo sasa ni jukumu lako ama ni juu yako wewe kujiunganisha na huyu Mungu. See, we read that Apostle Paul had an encounter with God. Kwale tumesoma hapa kwamba Paulo alikutana na huyu Yesu. That he said I called you to be a, a minister. I'm calling you to be a preacher. Alafu sasa Yesu ndiye akamwambia kwamba ninakuita uwe mhudumu wangu, uwe shahidi yangu. I'm sending you to the Gentiles. Alafu anasema nitakutuma wewe kwa mataifa. Anapewa jukumu la kufanya. So Paul is a, a, a older man by now. I mean, he's older. He's not a kid. Kwa hiyo sasa hivi kwa sababu akuwa na watoto alikuwa umri umekwenda na umri wake ndio ulikuwa unakwenda na alimaliza katika umri wa wa, wa, wa uzee kwamba ndio ulikuwa unakwenda so that means this whole time in apostle Paul's life he was doing something that God didn't tell him to do lakini kwa muda wote Paulo alikuwa chini ya uongozi wa dini ya Kiyahudi na alikuwa anafanya mambo akiwa anajua kabisa anafanya jambo la kimungu but in his mind he think he was doing he was going in the right direction na katika akili yake alikuwa anajua kabisa kwa sababu mimi niko hapo nyenye dini basi nafanya kitu ambacho ni sahihi same thing for me i told you my testimony i was going in the right direction kama ambavyo nilikwambia nimezaliwa katika njelo kwa salama nimekuwa kanisani but God has called me to preach the gospel. Lakini Mungu amenipa kwenda kuhubiri injili Afrika 
Before I was even formed in my mother's womb, God already had a plan for me. I'm calling you to, to go to Africa. But I didn't know this. Why? Because I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. Amen. See, at the very beginning of time, at the Garden of Eden, before sin, Adam and Eve was with God. And they had a relationship with God. There was no sin, there was no sickness, there was no disease. There was no religion. They just had a relationship with God. Every time God spoke, they listened, they heard him. There was nothing in between their relationship with God. But when sin came in, it separated them from God. So when God tried to speak to them, they couldn't hear him. Yeah, sin separates us from God. The reason why people are born into this world and are confused and do not know what to do is because of sin. That's why Jesus had to come. That when you receive Jesus, you become a new person, you become born again. Hallelujah. But not just that, he reveals his plan for your life. No longer sin is separates us from God. No more. The power of sin was broken on the cross. The power of death was broken on the cross. And when Jesus rose from the dead, that we rose with him. And when he died, you died with your own life. So when I go back to America and I see people that I used to drink Pombe and party and do all these things and I say, oh, that Roderick that you know, that person is dead. Same thing for you. Once you become born again, all those old things are passed away. And God has a plan for you. He's calling you today. He's calling everybody today. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Second uh, Timothy one nine. Kichapu kitabu cha Timotheo wa kwanza. Timotheo wa kwanza. Sura ya kwanza, mstari wa tisa. The first Timothy, chapter 1, verse 9. Yeah. Timotheo wa kwanza, sura ya kwanza, mstari wa, wa tisa. Yeah. 
It says, who has saved us and called us with the holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. The first Timothy, first Timothy, one nine, one nine, first Timothy. Mandiko yanasema, akilifahamu neno hili ya kwamba sheria haimhusu mtu kwa kwa haki bali waasi na wasio wataratibu na makafiri na wenye dhambi na na wanajisi na wasio mcha Mungu na wapigao baba zao na wapigao mama zao na wauaji haleluya so I keep repeating this but it's very important for you to see with your own eyes. Lakini nitaendelea kurudia hili nataka ulione kwa macho yako wewe mwenyewe. Yeah, when God calls you it's a holy calling. Kwamba Mungu anapokuita anakuita ni wito mtakatifu. This is very important. Hii ni muhimu sana. That being called by God is the highest position in the whole world. Kwa hiyo kuitwa na Mungu ni nafasi ya juu sana juu ya ulimwengu wote. Yeah. My my job as a preacher of the gospel is more important than even the president of America. Kwa kazi yangu kama mhubiri ni muhimu sana mbele za Mungu zaidi hata ya rais wa Zanzibar. Hallelujah. Amen. Just last week I met the ambassador of Tanzania, uh, ambassador of America to Tanzania. I met him last week. Kwa wiki iliyopita nilikutana na 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 mwakilishi wa nchi ya Marekani hapa Tanzania. Yeah. He's an ambassador from America to here. He represents the president of the United States. He represents everything that the America is trying to do in Tanzania. It's the same thing with the calling of God. As a preacher of the gospel. I am an ambassador from the kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of God. And I represent Jesus here on earth. Yeah, Hallelujah. Everybody here. Jesus is the head of the church. But we are his hands. We are his mouth. We are his ears. His feet. You know, everything we are his body. Yeah. So everybody here has a part to play. Somebody might be the hand. Some people might be the feet. Somebody people might be just a finger. Or the mouth. Everybody has a part to play. It doesn't matter where you at in life. That God is calling you. Hallelujah. Some of you might be called into the fivefold ministry. You might be called to be a preacher. Some of you might be called into business. But we just read that everybody is saved and called. Hallelujah. 
But it's not about us. It says not according to what we have done. See, the Bible says we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It's not by our own righteousness that we stand in front of God blameless. No, it's the blood of Jesus. When you receive Jesus, the blood of Jesus washes away you are made righteous. Hallelujah. So it's because of Jesus that we are called. We are saved. Because without Jesus, we're still dead in our sin. And we're on our way to hell. But the good news is, Jesus paid it all. So it's up to you. What are you going to do? You can hear my voice. I'm, uh, it's a call that God is doing. He's trying to mobilize his church in Zanzibar. Twenty years from now, thirty years from now, fifty years from now, and Jesus tears, he doesn't come back. I, we want to hear stories of signs, wonders, and miracles happening in Zanzibar. That Zanzibar used to be just an island of just Muslims everywhere, but now it's an island of Christians. That when, a, when Apostle Paul was coming to different parts of the world, that one part of his ministry is said the whole of Asia heard the gospel. That he was going to different towns and they said these are the same people that came to here and has turned the world upside down. Hallelujah. See, they made impact. But when you're saved and you're called, he also called you to have power. Hallelujah. Somebody say power. And it takes the Holy Spirit to come upon you, to dwell in you, to give you that power, to lay hands on the sick, and watch them recover, to cast out demons, to share the good news. That's the reason that I'm here. It's because of the Holy Spirit. I, 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 Years ago, I couldn't do this. I couldn't stand in front of you. Maybe some of you are afraid to stand up and breathe. But when you have the Holy Spirit, it's that same power that raised Jesus dwells in you. Do you know the same Are you saying the same power that when Jesus was dead, that God reached down from heaven and pulled them out of the grave? 
It's that same power. Yes, that's that same power that dwells in all of us. Kwa hiyo ni nguvu ile ile ambayo Mungu aliachilia kutoka juu mbinguni kaiweka mfufu wa Yesu kutoka katika katika mauti. Hiyo 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 nguvu iliyo mfufu ndio inayokuja kukaa kwako. Hallelujah. So he saved you, he called you by his own purpose and grace. Ko amewaita amewaokoa kutoka kwa kusudi lake maalum ya neema. It's his own plan that he has. Kutokana na ule mpango ambao tayari anao. It's not your plan. Sio kwa sababu ya mpango wako wewe. See a lot of Christians. Unajua wakristo wengi thinking like I can do my plan and I can do God's plan at There's only one Lord. So today you have to decide. Who's going to be Lord over my life? Who's going to take control of my life? Is it going to be me? ndio Amina. Kamuna Biblia yako fungua kitabu cha Luka sura ya tatu, tukasome maandiko. See when Jesus left the earth and he went to heaven. Unajua Yesu alipo alipo alipoondoka hapa duniani akatwaliwa akaenda mbinguni, then he told his disciples. Akawaambia wanafunzi wake, I want you to go and preach the gospel. Sasa When you're on fire, somebody likes you on fire. Somebody likes a Do you think that you can just sit there? Yeah, 
John answered said, I indeed baptize you with water, for one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to lose. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Ambaye mimi sisaili kulegeza gidamu za viatu vyake Yeye atawabatiza kwa roho mtakatifu na kwa moto So it's not just that you're saved You're not and you're called But you're also empowered by the Holy Spirit Kwa hiyo tunanga kuona Kwa hiyo kumbe kuna kuokolewa Alafu kuna kuitwa haishi hapo alafu kuna nguvu ambayo unaipokea kutoka kwa Roho Mtakatifu lakini haishi hapo kwenye jambo la tatu la kutiwa nguvu na Roho Mtakatifu lakini pia kuna moto wa Roho Mtakatifu ambao unapewa na maandiko yanasema kwamba Mungu wetu ni Mungu moto ulao kwamba uwezi kujificha mbele za Mungu kila unapokwenda moto wake unachoma unatengeneza barabara uwezi kuzuia moto You know, in America, we in a state called California, they have a lot of uh, wildfires. It, it burns and burns a lot of acres. Kwa hiyo kule Marekani kuna jimbo moja, wenzetu tunaenda kwa 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 majimbo. Kuna jimbo moja linaloitwa California. Lina sehemu nyingi sana ya misitu. Kwa hiyo misitu ile mara nyingi huwa inavamiwa na moto inachoma eka nyingi sana. And you see the path that the fire leaves behind. Lakini baada ya ule moto kuisha ama kujitahidi kuzimwa kwenye kwenye hicho kichapa Ukienda unaanza kuona namna ambavyo moto ulipopita palipoungua unaona barabara ya moto. Kwa hiyo kila kitu ambacho ama kila kitu ambacho kimechomwa pale unaanza kuona vinaenda tofauti unaona huku kama kujachoma kunakuwa kuna vingine na huku kuna vingine kwamba kama vimepisha kama ni wanyama walikuwepo hapo basi walitakiwa kukimbia kwa sababu eneo hilo moto unapita. See, it's similar to the fire of God. Ndivyo ambavyo ipo katika moto wa huyu Mungu. Whatever thing you sin, fear, sickness, disease. Amen. Sin and the Holy Spirit cannot stay in the same place. Kwa sababu dhambi na Roho Mtakatifu haziwezi kukaa pamoja. Light and darkness cannot dwell together. Amen. That when when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire, all those things has to go. Kwao unapojazwa na nguvu za Roho Mtakatifu na huu moto, hivyo vitu vyote kama viko ndani yako vinaondoka. And what that leaves you with, something that's pure, something that's holy. Kwao na kitu ambacho kinastahili hivyo ni kitu fulani ambacho ni kitakatifu. See God has called everybody to live a holy life. Kwa sababu Mungu amemwita kila mtu kuishi maisha matakatifu. That he said if you are not holy you're not going to be able to see me. Kwa sababu maandiko yanasema kama wewe sio mtakatifu huwezi kumuona Mungu. Huwezi. See God is holy. Kwa sababu Mungu ni mtakatifu. In heaven there is no sin. Na mbinguni hakuna dhambi. 
So how are we going to get to heaven? See, we all have sin. Come the glory of God. It's because of the blood of Jesus. And be a right standard with God. Be righteous with God. But right now, He's calling you now to live a holy life. That God. God said he has given everybody here everything that you need to live a holy life. Everything. See, you can't be holy without the Holy Spirit. we need the Holy Spirit. He's giving you that power to have power over sin. So no longer sin has power over you. You have power over sin. Everybody here. You have power to walk sin free for the rest of your life. See, we're not we're not sinners no more. If you're born again here, you're not a sinner no more. That you are a child of God. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. That's why you need the fire of God. To burn out everything that's holding you back. So you got to ask yourself today. What is holding you back? What's, what's holding me back from fulfilling everything God has told me See, God, we just read that God saved us and called us. That he already has a plan for everybody. So why a lot of Christians are not walking in that plan that God has for them? Because they're holding on to something. surrenders that area. That you are fully surrendering 100% to Jesus. That you allow the fire of God to come and burn out That's the reason that I'm here today. It's the fire of God that I allow to come upon you and burn out everything that's not of God. What fear, fear of man, what man is going to think of you. 
what people going to think oh why are you why, leaving why america aje, nini, why, why don't you just get a, a corporate job a job here in america get your house Hey, you can do everything you want to do here. Unacho kila kitu unaweza kufanya kutoka Amerika. And a lot of people stay stay because they obey their their family, their friends. Watu wengi wameitwa kama hivyo lakini wameshindwa kufanya kwa sababu wanawatii wazazi wao na sio Mungu. Wanaambia usiende naona wanabaki hapo hapo. Yeah, so the question today, who are you going to obey? Lakini swali nakuuliza leo, ni nani utakaye mtii? Are you going to obey what other people think? Yeah, utawatii hao watu ambao wanasema huko fikiria juu yako? Or are you going to obey your Lord and Savior? Jesus? Ama utamtii bwana wako na mwokozi wako Yesu Kristo. Who are you going to serve today? Yeah, ni nani utakaye mtumikia leo? If you going to serve somebody else, yeah. another God. Utaenda kumtumikia mtu mwingine nje? Go serve that God. Ama kwenda kumtumikia huyo mtu huko. If you going to serve Jesus. Yeah, vipi kama utaenda kumtumikia Yesu? serve Jesus. Nakwambia mtumikie Yesu. That's why Joshua, Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Lakini maandiko anasema Joshua akasema kwamba mimi na nyumba yangu tutamtumikia Bwana. Hallelujah. So my purpose and plan is like I do not care what the other the whole world turns away from Jesus. I'm going to continue to follow Jesus. Kwa hiyo mpango wangu na kusubiri katika maisha yangu nimesema mimi sitajali itatokea kitu gani mpango wangu hata kama dunia yote ikimkatae Yesu leo. Mimi mpango wangu ni kuendelea kumshukuria huyu Yesu. Yeah, we read in the Apostle Paul he wrote majority of the New Testament. Apostle Paul wrote a lot of the New Testament. That something happened in his life. As, as we continue to read everybody all the other disciples. Something happened in their life. They, did, they didn't stay the same. Now, a lot of them went on and preached the gospel around the world. That a lot of them even died for Jesus. How? It's that it's that fire. It's, it's something that's burning. That is say I have to obey God. I have to tell about Jesus. Even if I it costs me my life. Ndiyo maana Mungu amekuweka hapa Zanzibar. A church that's not going to be quiet. Kwamba kanisa litakaa kimya tena. A church that's going to shout to the mountains. Kanisa litakwenda kupiga kelele mpaka kwa milima. That Jesus is alive. Kwamba Yesu yu hai. Jesus is coming back. Yes, Would I allow the fire of God to come and burn out everything that's not of God? Kwamba je, nitaruhusu huu moto uingie ndani mwangu na kuchoma kila kitu ambacho sio cha Mungu ndani mwangu? 
In order for you to do what God's called you to do, you also got to know your enemy. You got to know the devil. You got to understand that the devil is only he's defeated. He does not have no more power. That when Jesus rose from the dead, he took the keys of hell and death away from them. That it, the only thing the devil has right now is deception. He can deceive you. It's the same thing at the Garden of Eden. That God said, oh, Adam, Eve, you can eat from all of these trees. But you see that one tree. The knowledge of good and evil. Do not eat from that tree. Because if you eat from that tree, you will die. So what the devil come and do? He come to talk to Eve. Oh, if you eat from that tree, you won't die. You will know good and evil. But he just said, if you eat from that tree, you will die. You see how the devil used deception. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, so he put a little bit of truth. Surrounded with a bunch of lies. That's why it's important for you to know what you're called to do. That's why it's so important for you to have the fire of God to come in your life. Because the fire of God also reveals things it shows things it reveals those friends that's not for for you it reveals the friends that are for you that when you are consumed with the fire of god sin, sin cannot get near you the devil wants to stay away from you. Mm. I give you an example. If we had a plate of chakula here. Kama chakula hapa. And the plate, it was very moto, it was very hot. And we had all the flies are flying around. But we place the plate right here. You'll notice that the flies will never land on the plate. <laughs> Because it's wet, it's on fire. It's, it's hot. They're not gonna, because they're gonna die if they touch the plate. 
Yeah. But what happens when the plate cools down? Yeah. Inatokea nini pale chakula kinapokuwa kimepoa kabisa? Then flies, different ancestors will come on the plate. Unaanza kuona kwanza hao nzi wanakuja na aishi nzi tu sisimizi na vitu vingine vyote vinatokea. Yeah. And yeah. So that's the same in the spirit. Hivyo ndivyo ilivyo hata katika ulimwengu wa roho. That's why you have to stay on fire. Ndio maana unatakiwa mtu wa Mungu kuendelea kukaa katika moto wa Mungu. Because sin and all these different things can come upon you. Dhambi na mambo mengine yote ya kishetani hayawezi kuja kwako. That Jesus said kwa sababu Yesu anasema I rather you be hot or cold. Ni bora lazima uchague pengine kuwa moto ama kuwa baridi. Jesus said I rather you be on fire for me or don't believe in me. Amesema wazi wazi kabisa. Ni bora uchague kati ya mambo mawili. Wenda uwe moto kabisa ama uwe baridi kabisa. Because if you're lukewarm lakini kama utaonekana ni wavuguvugu yeah, wa katikati. Yesu anasema atakutapika. Kwa hiyo imeandikwa kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 3. Jamani mimi ni muhubiri eh. nimelisema tu hilo andiko akijalisoma lakini inapatikana kwenye kitabu cha cha ufunuo sura ya tatu Anasema mimi ni muhubiri. Kwa hiyo ukiona naenda huko sehemu nyingine, unaona najikuta tu nasemea nasemea nasemea. So he's telling you today. Leo, he either wants you to be hot. Kwamba ni wewe uchague sasa, niwe moto, serving him 100%. Kuendelea kumtumikia kwa 100%. Or he doesn't want you to be a believer at all. He don't want you to believe. Ama wewe uchague kwamba sitaki kuamini, niwe uko baridi. Niwe baridi huko nikuchague. Because if you're lukewarm, lakini sasa kama kwenye moto hapo kwenye baridi huko, alafu upo katikati, huwezi kufika mbinguni. Because you have one foot in in the kingdom. Kwa sababu mguu mmoja hapo kwenye ufalme wa Mungu one twin and sin and Kwa hiyo kama sio wewe basi unamjua mkristo ambaye anafanya hivi. 
Verse 13. In the midst of the seven laps stands one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like the flames of fire. His feet were like the fine brass, and as refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. So, verse 12 through Kwa hiyo kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya kwanza kuanzia ule mstari wa 12 mpaka wa 15 Ufunuo sura ya kwanza mstari wa 12 mpaka wa 15 maandiko yanasema Nikageuka nione ile sauti iliyosema nami na nilipogeuka naliona vinara vya taa saba vya dhahabu na katikati ya vile vinara nikaona nikaona nika, nika mtu mfano wa mwanadamu amevaa vazi lililofika miguuni na kufungwa mshipi wa dhahabu matitini kichwa chake na nyole zake zilikuwa nyeupe kama sufu nyeupe kama theluji na macho yake kama mwali wa moto na miguu yake kama shaba iliyosuguliwa sana kana kwamba imesafishwa katika tanuru na sauti yake kama sauti ya maji mengi and he had in his right hand seven stars and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword and his countenance was like the shining sun in his strength and when i saw him i fell at his feet as dead and he laid his hand on me and saying to me do not be afraid i am the first and the last i am the one who lives and was dead and behold i am alive forevermore Kwa tunaendelea kusoma kuanzia wa 16 mpaka ule wa 18. Maandiko yanasema naye alikuwa na nyota saba katika mkono wake wa kuume na upanga mkali wenye makali kuwili ukitoka katika kinywa chake na uso wake kama jua likingaa kwa nguvu zake. 17 anasema nami nalipomwona nalianguka miguuni pake kama mtu aliyekufa akaweka mkono wake wa kuume juu yangu akisema usiogope mimi ni wa kwanza na wa mwisho na aliye hai nami nalikuwa nimekufa na tazama ni hai hata milele na milele nami ninazo funguo za mauti na kuzimu hallelujah see this is not the same jesus that when john the baptist said oh look that's the behold that's the lamb of god that comes to take the sin of the world kwa tunaza sasa yesu huyu ambaye yohana anamweleza kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo sio yesu huyu ambaye yohana alimuona wakati anaenda kubatizwa this is a this is the same thing but he's different this is the king ni yule yule ni yesu sawa huku alikuwa mwilini lakini huku tunamwona mfalme this is not the baby jesus kwa huku atumzungumzie yesu mtoto aliyezaliwa akakuwa kabatizwa huku kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo anatuambia yule yule baada ya kufa huku amekuwa mfalme that he says eyes are like flames of fire anasema macho yake ni kama mieli ya moto that same fire that he said he is the one that baptizes you in that fire na ndio moto ule ule ambao maandiko tumetaka kuyasema kwamba atabatiza katika moto the same fire is the one that takes away sin from you ambao ndio moto huo ambao unaondosha dhambi katika maisha yako it burns out fear ambao unachoma na kuondosha hofu that the fear of god comes upon you. Kwa hiyo hofu ya Mungu sasa inaingia ndani. You have to obey the call of god. Hofu ya Mungu ni kama mwito wa Mungu kwamba ya kuanza kumtii Mungu. Like, like I said, 
He saved us and he called us to a what? A holy calling. Kama ambavyo nimesema kwamba ametuokoa na ametuita katika wito uliokuwa mtakatifu. This is this is Jesus that we're looking at. Kwa hiyo hapa kwenye kipenge hichi tunamwangalia Yesu namna ambavyo anaonekana kwenye ulimwengu wa roho. This is the resurrected king. Huyu ni mfalme yule aliyofufuka. When John saw him, kwa Yesu nani Yohana alipopata neema ya kuona hayo maono kwenye ulimwengu wa roho. He didn't go up to Jesus like hey how's it going Jesus. Hakwenda kwa Yesu na kusalimiana sema ah Yesu siku nyingi tangia umekufa hatujaonana kusalimiana hakufanya hivyo Yohana. What did he do? Maandiko yanasema alipomuona akafanyeje? He fell at his feet is there. Akaanguka kwenye miguu yake akawa kama mtu aliyekufa out of the presence of God. The power of God. So that's the same thing that we have to have in our life. That you have to have that that reverence for God, that that respect, that all that honor for God. That when God saves you, he calls you. Amekuita. And this is This is a holy calling. Na wito huu ni wito mtakatifu. Because if you do not obey that call, na kama wewe hautatiwa wito, he he's just going to remove you out the way. Yeye ataenda kukuondosha. And he's going to get somebody else to do the same. Alafu atatafuta mtu mwingine atamweka kwenye hiyo sehemu ambayo wewe umekataa kuifanya. See the kingdom of God cannot be stopped. Unajua ufalme wa Mungu hauwezi kuzuiliwa. God uses people. Mungu anawatumia watu. He said I saved you I called. Anasema nimekuokoa nimekuita. But if you do not want to obey. Lakini kama hutaki kutii sauti yangu katika wito ambao nimekuitia. I'm going to remove you. I'm put you out the way. Ninakuchukua ninakuondosha. And I'm going to replace you with somebody. Nina watu wengi viombo vingi nitachukua mwingine nitamweka pale akafanye kazi ambayo wewe umekataa kufanya. Amina. Hallelujah. The same thing happened to King Saul. Hicho ndicho kitu ambacho kilitokea kwa mfalme Sauli. King Saul supposed to have uh Jesus lineage of Jesus post came through king Saul. Kwa hiyo huu mfalme huu ambao tunaoona ulienda mpaka kwa Sauli ambao tunamzungumzia mfalme wa kwanza wa Israeli. God gave uh, King Saul a word. I want you to kill all the men of uh, I forgot the army. Sauli alipewa neno kutoka kwa Bwana kupitia mtumishi wake Samueli ya kwamba anapoenda kwenye ile vita aende akaangamize kila kitu asibakishe hata kimoja alikuwa ni neno la Mungu but he didn't obey lakini hakutii he disobeyed god yeye alishindwa kumtii mungu he the call that he had on his life akashindwa kutii wito ambao mungu alimwachia mungu alifanya nini alimchukua akamtoa kwa alifanya nini akaenda kumchukua mtoto mdogo ambaye alikuwa anaitwa daudi kuwa kama mfalme And Jesus came through the line of King David. Alafu baada ya hapo tunaona nini? Yesu anakuja kuzaliwa kutoka kwenye ukoo wa Daudi. Have anybody heard of uh, Ron Bunky? Kuna mtu yeyote ambaye anafahamu Leonard Bunky? Anybody heard of? Muhubiri mkubwa wa Marekani aliyetwa Leonard Bunky. He's from Germany. Amekuja sana kutoka 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 Germany. Amekuja sana Tanzania. He's in heaven now. He's not alive no more. Sasa hivi yuko mbinguni hayuko hapa alishafariki. But I was watching this and he saw he had a dream of uh, Africa. He saw the he saw the map of Africa. Nilikuwa nasoma habari zake nikaenda kuundua mhubiri huyu mkubwa kabla ya ya hapo aliwahi kupata ndoto Mungu akamuonyesha Afrika. And he and he saw blood covered the whole of Africa. Blood. Alafu akaona damu ambayo imetapakaa ama imeifunika Afrika. And God spoke to him like Africa shall be saved. Na akasikia sauti kimwambia kwamba Afrika ni lazima iokolewe. That was the blood of Jesus that was covering Africa. Kwa hiyo ilikuwa ni damu ya Yesu ambayo ilikuwa imefunika Afrika. And he had this dream 
like several nights, maybe three to four times in a row, the same dream. That he and God spoke to him because he was deciding should I stay with the team I was with or should I go and obey him? Then God spoke to him. He said, if you don't obey me, I'm going to just have to replace you and get somebody else to So he said, no, I have to obey. So he quit his where he was doing his evangelism and he did his own thing. He went up to a new different uh, different way. And this dream was uh, in 1972. This dream. So years later, he was in a different part of Africa. And he heard of another evangelist that God used in a great way. See, he was called, this evangelist, he was called. He was being obedient. So, evangelist Bunky heard of the evangelist. And he said, I have to go here, this evangelist. I have to go here and introduce myself. So, when he got there, it was somebody else. It was a representation of the man. It wasn't him. And he was asking like what happened to the evangelist I wanted to see I want to introduce myself you know Well he said the evangelist actually stopped doing the his crusades he kind of like pulled back he, he stopped doing that you know the crusades and everything so he was listening and listening and it comes up like when did he stop? Like when did he stop? It was since 1972. <laughs> It was the same year that he had the dream of Africa. The same year that the other evangelists quit. So God took the ministry from the evangelists and gave it to Rahan Bunky. Yeah, you see. That God not only saved you, but, but He called you to a holy call. And He wants everybody here to obey the call. Yeah, this is the most important thing in the whole world. For you to fully serve Jesus 100%. If you're called to ministry, you're called to preach. preach. If you're called to do business, do business. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Lakini kusudi ni kuendeleza kukuza ufalme wa Mungu. And you cannot do that if you're in sin. Na uwezi kufanya hilo kama bado upo kwenye dhambi. Like we talked about you cannot do this one day you and you and the Kama ambapo tumesema uwezi ukakaa hivi kwamba leo huko huko kwenye kwenye ufalme. The rest of the week you're in the world. Alafu wiki ijayo uko duniani kwingine. Yeah, you cannot live both lives. Uwezi kuishi maisha mawili. God is calling everybody here to a holy call. Mungu anawaita kila mmoja hapa katika wito mtakatifu. Yeah. The same Jesus that we read in the Revelation chapter 1. Yes, The same Jesus that appeared to Apostle Paul. The same Jesus that has eyes like flames of fire. It's that same one that loves you. That has saved you. But that has also called you. And he's calling you today. This is very important. So I want everybody just to, you know, we want to pray. I want everybody just to bow your head. We're going to pray. I'm going to give a call. That I talked about that you're not only saved, but you're called. Nimehubiri kwa habari ya kwamba sio tu kwamba umeokolewa lakini umeitwa. The God has a plan for everybody's life here. Na tumehubiri kwa habari ya kwamba Mungu ana mpango na kila maisha kila mmoja. But like I said it starts with a full relationship commitment to him. Na tumesema ya kwamba mambo haya ili Mungu akutumie kwa viwango hivyo ina, inaanza kwanza na wewe kuwa na mahusiano na huyu Yesu. The Bible says if you stay pure, if you stay holy, God will use you as a uh, like a utensil, like a, a, a something that you uh, when you invite a king over, you pull out the best forks, the best spoons, the best plates to be used for the king. Na kama utaendelea kuishi maisha matakatifu, Mungu atakwenda kutumia kwa viwango vikubwa sana. Ndio ambao tunafahamu kwamba kama ukimkaribisha mgeni wa thamani ndani ya nyumba yako basi Vitu ambavyo uwaga huvitoi kabatini vyombo vya thamani ndivyo utakavyovitoa kwa ajili ya kwenda kumhudumia yule mgeni. So that means if you stay pure, you stay holy, God you will be ready to be used by God. Kwa hiyo unapoendelea kuwa mtakatifu, unajiweka tayari kwa Mungu kuachilia nguvu ya kuanza kukutumia kwa viwango vikubwa. But it starts with a relationship. Lakini inaanza na mahusiano mazuri na Yesu. It starts with not just being one day in the kingdom and the other days in the world. Mambo haya hayaendi kwa kuanza leo uko duniani kesho uko kwa Mungu. Ni lazima ufanye maamuzi ya kuwa kwa Mungu moja. Because the Bible says that a point to man wants to die. But after this the judgment. Na maandiko yanasema baada tu ya kufa ni hukumu. Everybody here is going to die one day. Na kila mmoja wetu hapa atakufa siku moja. But it all starts with do I have a personal relationship with Jesus? Lakini ili tuwe salama ni lazima kwanza tuwe tuna mahusiano mazuri na huyu Yesu. Have I fully given my life to him? Na niniulize je, nimempa Yesu asilimia moja maisha yangu? So the first call I want to make. Nataka niwaite watu hawa kadhaa. That you are here, nao, that you are here and you do not have a relationship with Jesus. Kama wewe umeingia kanisani hapa na haujawahi kumpa Yesu maisha yako, hujawahi kuokoka na unatamani kuokoka. That you come to church on Sundays but inside of your heart you're not born again. You haven't fully surrendered. 
kwamba wewe kila siku unakuja Jumapili kanisani sawa lakini moyo wako bado hujaachilia kwamba bado hujaokoka hujawahi kukiri nimesema kwamba Mungu anakupenda na anakuita Number two. Watu wawili ambao nataka kwenda kuomba nao unapomaliza maybe you are born again Pengine wewe umezaliwa upya ya kwamba umeokoka but something is holding you back you're not fully serving him Lakini kuna kitu ambacho kinakuzuia kinakukamata kila unapojaribu kumtumikia Mungu kwa juhudi kuna kitu kinakuvuta nyuma that you lost your passion that fire you lost it Umepoteza ule mwamsho umepoteza ile hamu ya kumtumikia Mungu umepoteza ile shauku ya kumtamani Mungu You're not serving Jesus like you did when you first became born again. Kumtumiki tena Mungu kama ambavyo ulivyookoka mara ya kwanza ulikuwa unashauku unatamani lakini sasa hivi umepoa hiyo shauku haipo. That you saying God called me but I, I'm not obeying I'm being I'm in disobedience. Na unasikia ndani mwako kwamba ni kweli Mungu umenitu lakini sijawa mtii because I, I lack the the passion the fire to obey God. Kwa sababu umeachilia ule moto wa mwanzo ile shauku ya kumtaka Mungu haipo tena. God is calling you today. Mungu anakuita tena. So I repeat one more time. Naenda kurudia tena. That number one, if you're not born again. Kama hujaokoka that you have surrendered your life to Jesus. Hujaachilia maisha yako kwa Yesu. That he wants a, that you don't have a personal relationship. Hauna mahusiano na Yesu. It's not about just coming to church on Sunday. Sio tu kuhusiana na habari ya kuja Jumatatu kanisani ni talk about religion. Hatuzungumzi kwa habari ya dini. This is about relationship. Unazungumza mahusiano ya mtu binafsi na Yesu. A number two. Watu wa pili. You are born again. Kweli umezaliwa upya umeokoka. Lakini shauku moto ndani mwako umepotea. You're not fully obeying the call that God has placed in You living in both worlds. Unaishi katika maisha mawili leo huko huko kesho huko. Leo tuko hapa Mungu amenituma. My mwanangu mwanangu. My daughter. Mwanangu wa kike mwanangu wa kiume. Njoo nyumbani rudi nyumbani. Mikono yangu iko wazi. I'm calling you to come home. Ninakuita uje nyumbani. If you fit in any of those things, two uh, categories I just prayed. I want you to raise your hand. Kwa hiyo kama wewe ni miongoni mwa hawa aina ya watu wawili, hebu nyosha mkono wako hapo ulipo. Kama hujaokoka, nyosha mikono yako. Na kama wewe umeokoka lakini umepoteza moto wa mwanzo, kwamba unajisikia ni mwako. Kwamba hauna tena shauku kama mwanzo. God is calling you. Yesu anakuita. He's calling you. Mungu anakuita. Who raise your hand? Nyosha tu mkono wako. This is not a time to be ashamed. Kwa hiyo hii sio muda wa kuwa na aibu mbele za Mungu. Anybody else I want you to raise your hand. And everybody that stand, I want you to come forward. I want you to come forward now.
Come, come, while God is calling you. Anakuita mungu, mungu anakuita. Today is your day. Leo ni siku yako. Mungu anaita kila mtu hapa. To either relationship with him. Uwe na mahusiano mema na yeye. Or recommitment to that the fire of God is calling you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's still time. Today is your day. Leo ni siku yako. God has a calling for you. Mungu anaoitwa kwa njia ya maisha yako. It's up to you to surrender. Lakini ni jukumu lako wewe kujiachilia kwake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody else as we about to pray? Hey, thanks for tuning in uh, to this recorded message that I put on my podcast about being saved and called a holy calling. Uh, cut it out at the end because I uh, just started a ministry time and the Holy Spirit moved in a powerful way. Over one hour, people get in touch uh, by the Holy Spirit and it was just a great time, which in my heart is to continue to uh, do this in a larger scale regarding uh, 
mobilizing the church, uh, revival within the church here in Zanzibar. So I got some a lot of things planted in my spirit. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. And if you want to give um, anybody that's listening, you want to sow a seed, whatever the Lord lays in your heart. Hey, this is good ground. God is moving here. Um, if you've been keeping up with me on Instagram, if not, I encourage you to do so. Um, been transitioned to um, discipleship and much, much more that we're going to do here in Zanzibar. Um, and whatever the Lord lays in your heart, hey, you know, I bless bless you in the name of Jesus in advance. But hey, also if you want to be a, become a monthly partner, um, hey, whatever the Lord lays in your heart as well, do exactly what the Holy Spirit tells you to do um, regarding that. And all you have to do is just go to my website, rogerleach.com, backslash partner, follow the links, and we'll take you to multiple options that you can um, give towards me. Uh, so I just thank you in advance to everybody, uh, but God bless.